and welcome to Cornerstone Conversations, a podcast all about The Ohio State University's College of Food, Agricultural, and Environmental Sciences. I'm your host, Taylor Lutz, a student within the Department of Agricultural Communication, Education, and Leadership. With this podcast, I hope to share the story and happenings of the college with individuals around the world. Each episode will bring a little something different as we chat with current students, alumni, staff, and faculty, all from CFAES. Let's get to learning. Joining us today on our next episode of Cornerstone Conversations is Colson McCoy, a sophomore studying agribusiness and applied economics here at The Ohio State University. And he recently added a new title to his resume as the 2019-2020 National FFA President. Congratulations, Colson. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, well, thank you for being here. I know your schedule is really busy. We were chatting earlier about uh, some emails that you recently got with some busy schedules coming up. So uh, let's start out and just tell a little about yourself, uh, your education, your background, and how you turned ultimately that blue and gold into scarlet and gray. Well, I grew up in Springfield, Ohio, just outside of Columbus, to a pretty diverse and unique family. My father was in the military. Mother was a pre-K teacher, sister grew up to become an American Sign Language interpreter, and I had a, a younger brother who's very left-brained, very artistically gifted, um, who's a freshman in high school right now. So kind of a diverse group of people, that, and I kind of fell into agriculture at some point <laughs> going through high school. And so growing up there, I think I just really enjoyed uh, being around the family that I had, and that's what encouraged me to pursue something a little bit different from my high school experience going mm -hmm. down the road. And as I went through high school, I ended up getting introduced to the Blue Jacket and everything, found the FFA organization, made a lot of really good friends, had incredible mentors all the way back from elementary school to middle school, high school, and then now here at college at The Ohio State University. So it's been an incredible journey so far, and I'm looking forward to the journey that's ahead, the crazy yeah. whirlwind of a year that it will be, uh, but I'm really looking forward to it and I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. I think you'll be a really great fit just from getting to know you a little bit today. Um, so you, you briefly mentioned that your background is not necessarily agriculture based. So what got you interested in this major and in this field and ultimately in Ohio State? Well, for me, I think my grandparents had owned some farmland out in Sydney, Ohio. So I was always connected in some way to the agricultural industry. I didn't fully understand production. My immediate family, none of them were involved in production. I grew up just within the limitations of not being able to own large livestock. So it was right there in front of my face for so long. I think for me, I was just so passionate about engineering and I wanted to pursue that path. Uh, aeronautical engineering originally, and then I got into high school and Global Impact, the STEM school that I was a part of, kind of opened up my eyes and when I began to realize and make those connections that agriculture was really tied to everything that I did. And I fell in love with the people first, I think within the agricultural industry, they're just a, a different crew of people that I really enjoyed being around and learning mm -hmm. from. And, one thing led to another. I decided to pursue a degree in that, and then it kind of set me up for a career yeah. uh, down the road. Yeah, awesome. So you briefly touched on it, but how ultimately did, did your STEM school make this impact of you coming to ultimately FFA and Ohio State? Well, the cool thing, I think, is that regardless of whatever background or environment you came from originally, Global Impact provided a really cool 
environment for everyone to find a place for themselves. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I originally got into it because it was different, it was new. My sister had graduated from a school that did not have an ag program. That was my original trajectory okay. uh, going into high school. And it just so happened that this brand new school opens up my eighth grade year and I said it was interesting, why not give it a shot? And I decided <laughs> to go. Yeah. So I get there and I had a lot of really good mentors, good people who saw the potential in myself and I fell in love with the opportunities they presented me. And I think what was cool for me is that as I went through my math classes and English courses, all these different areas was, were somehow tied to agriculture. Yeah. And I don't think it clicked <laughs> until about <laughs> junior year of high school. As I became more involved in the FFA, I went from really focused on the leadership side of things mm -hmm. and career development and how I can kind of impact the people around me to, you know, what does this mean in terms of agriculture? You know, of course, FFA has had a big shift over the last couple of years of really mm -hmm. moving towards that career success and, and personal growth for our students, uh, but also has deep ties to agriculture. And once that kind of clicked with me and I realized all of my courses were tied into that, STEM had really opened up that door and pathway to a potential career and now a major. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So when was the moment that you were like, this is what I want to do. I want to be with FFA. I want to serve the state of Ohio. When did that moment click? I think over time there were like a couple different moments that clicked for me. I remember right around my junior year, I was, I was taking some college classes through Clark State and some high school classes. And I think I was just, you know, doing all these different things, involved in sports for a little bit. And then I realized the one underlying factor of all these different things was people. That was the, what made the FFA the FFA. That's what made the school the school that it was. And I genuinely enjoyed that. And I realized FFA provided a, a community for me. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I looked back at the potential that my ag teacher, that a couple of really good mentors, whether they were educators or just close friends, that encouraged me to pursue more. And I said, if they were able to see the potential in me when I hadn't seen it then, yeah, I think I could probably find the potential in other people as well. And so that just inspired me from there on. And I saw so much that it was able to give to me that I was at a point in my life where, you know, so many people pouring into myself, I just want to take that and start pouring into other people. And that's what ultimately pushed me to pursue state office and then now national office. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, uh, you kind of touched on it. So I was going to say going a step further, what ultimately inspired you to run for a national office? So you did your year of service with Ohio and uh, we were so grateful you did an amazing job. And what was that turning moment where you thought to yourself, this, I want to go a step further. I want to do it again, but I want to do it at the national level and I want to serve the entire organization. What's so cool about FFA is that the more I've become involved and kind of worked my way through the different association level and now the national organization is that there are so many working pieces and there's so many people behind the scenes that help make that happen. At the national level, I think I began to realize something throughout my training and throughout the process of running for national office is that it's easy, I think, in our lives to kind of get caught up in what's the next step. I mean, even, you know, FFA is situated to where you go from your green hand degree to chapter to <laughs> yep. state to American. And I, I noticed that as soon as you begin to take a step back and just look left and look right, and the people around you is what's got you there in the first place, and those are the people that are going to be encouraging you and have people in your corner is an incredible thing. But ultimately, living a life of service is what's most inspiring to me. So looking at the national level, I think what I'm looking forward to the most is just being an authentic advocate for ag industry. I've, I love the industry of agriculture. I've come yeah. to really know it uh, super well and the people involved. On the other hand of that, you know, being a good voice and representative for our student body, 700,000 members across mm -hmm. the whole nation, which is an incredible number looking at how far we've grown as an organization and having such a diverse and unique um, pool of students mm -hmm. from all different walks of life. 
So being an authentic advocate for agriculture, being a good student voice on the national board of directors and, and board of trustees for the foundation, yeah. and then ultimately being a kind friend to those both in, in and out of the blue jacket is what excites me. Yeah, well, you definitely have a service heart from uh, the conversations that I've had. And I believe you got to kind of go abroad with your state office, I believe, as well. Do you want to touch on that a little bit? Yes, I did. I was 2018, back in January, I had the first, I'd never traveled outside the United States before. Okay. And FFA had provided me an opportunity to go to South Africa. And this whole trip was centered around really servant leadership and mm -hmm. how does that play a role in the international, like the globe perspective yep. of agriculture. And that was probably the coolest experience I've ever had yeah. uh, going beyond the United States and FFA. Just, it was one of those programs they provided to state officers. And I, it was just a very rewarding experience for me to be able to take back home uh, to people here. Yeah, that's incredible. So uh, kind of bringing back to Ohio State, after all, this is Cornerstone Conversations. Um, how do you feel your, your freshman year and kind of your time at Ohio State? I know you're only a sophomore, but how do you feel that your time here at Ohio State has ultimately prepped you for this national office? I think I've learned over the years that you know, leading up to some big transition, whether that is your elementary school going to middle school and it's like, oh, now I'm switching classes, what does that look like? Or you mm -hmm. get to high school and you have to start planning for the ACT and all these different <laughs> class changes and scheduling your own classes. Yeah. It was just, all it was is just, it's the next step and then it's the next new adventure. Yeah. And so coming to Ohio State, I genuinely just felt like this was home for me right off the bat, whether that was my professors just encouraging me and being incredibly understanding and supportive through everything that I had done, especially with being busy, mm -hmm. um, preparing for national office, having such understanding professors that were there to ultimately see me succeed and wanted to do anything that they could to help make that happen. And, and being here, it's an easy place to call home. And it's also, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful campus. <laughs> That's always a, a bonus. And uh, just having good people there to support you along the way is something pretty special and unique to Ohio State. Yeah, for sure. So what has been the ultimate mode of support and what kind of support have you gotten from the community here at uh, CFAES? And I know you're also part of a fraternity, so what have they done to really make you feel welcome but also let you know that we're going to support you through all these endeavors? Yeah, there's really been three big areas in my life I think have served as a really good focal point for me mm -hmm. in preparing for national office and now becoming a national officer, what's going to keep me going along the way? Mm -hmm. And the first big thing is my family. Uh, my family and my faith has just been a really good core thing for me, um, keeping things consistent. And then coming here to Ohio State, I'm involved in farmhouse fraternity yeah. and having guys with uh, similar ideals and similar perspectives um, that are able to push me to become better along the way. And so living there and then being able to kind of commute from there to campus has been really cool and having a lot of guys from central campus with varying majors and a couple guys on west campus as well has been amazing and then yeah. even more so my department alone AEDE for mm -hmm. Ag Business and Applied Economics they're holding a, a celebration <laughs> coming <awesome>. up um, <laughs> just to kind of welcome me yeah, to thank thank uh, people who have been big supporters mm -hmm. uh, along the way and just encouraging me that whatever I may need that they're going to be there to support me and that's just it's the little moments, the small things like that, that you know, doesn't take a, a whole lot to put together, but it, it's very meaningful, it's very mm -hmm. intentional. And I'd say that's probably the best word to describe anybody in uh, my department for ag business. Just very intentional people that are there to support along the way. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like a welcome, but a, a send-off party at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know you're gonna be doing a lot of traveling in this new role. So what is one thing that you think that you can't leave home without while traveling that may be a little unique to you? Yeah, so it's about, 
100,000 miles throughout the year, traveling around the country. Our first big trip is in January. Okay. We take off for Japan. So cool. another cool international trip heading out there, and we're going to be working with the FFJ. Okay. Uh, it's Future Farmers of Japan. That's so cool. Yeah, really cool. And we're going to work with their delegation, kind of talk a little bit on the international uh, trade discussions mm -hmm. between a lot of our eastern countries. And then from there, we are anywhere in between California and Maine. I mean, you <laughs> name it, we, we could yeah. be anywhere in the country. And I'm a big traveler, and I really enjoy that. But one of my favorite things from my state president year and state secretary year mm -hmm. was the car rides. Now, granted, I won't be doing a lot of driving. <laughs> I'll be doing more flying. I'm really looking forward to the one thing I just can't leave without is is a, po a good podcast. Yes, um, awesome. Yeah, genuinely just a good podcast. So as long as I have something that can tie me into any area of interest of mine that, that can just kind of keep my brain going while I'm sitting there in a plane yeah. or uh, in the lobby of a hotel waiting for the next adventure, you name it, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> well, make sure to tune into our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll certainly do that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Colson, for joining us today. Best of luck to you and your fellow teammates as you embark on this amazing journey that lies ahead. I'm sure you guys will have um, an incredible year full of memories and many milestones. So congratulations again on this accomplishment. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cornerstone Conversations here at the College of Food, Agricultural, and Environmental Sciences, where we sustain life. Make sure to tune in next time as we talk more about the happenings within our college and share more stories about where we've been and where we're going. Liked what you heard and want to learn more? Visit us at cfaes.osu.edu and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's all for now, so until next time, go Bucks!